Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Naja E. Brown, your host, and we thank you for your support and participation. Hope for Today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry, and our hope and prayer for our listening audience is that you hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime, and you can reach us through our website at www. That yield to the king ministry.org. Well, today our podcast is entitled Our Daily Bread. Are you hungry? Am I hungry? And we're going to talk about and discuss the value and benefit of the word of God and the word and the role it plays in our lives as we walk this journey with Jesus Christ. What will it take for you and I to partake of our daily bread by reading the Holy Bible, which is often called the Book of Life, and then digest it and apply it to our lives regularly? I want to read the promotional material for those of you who maybe didn't get a chance to read it and you've joined us or you're listening to it and have not read it, but it kind of sets the stage for whatever podcast uh, we're going to do. And the promotional material usually asks for a title, and that is Our Daily Bread, Are You Hungry? And then the short pitch says, we eat food to feed our physical bodies, but it's time to start feasting on the Word of God for our spiritual being, well-being. And then the promotional material goes on to say, can you count the times throughout the day when you really feel hungry? You know, I had to be honest with myself and say, for me, maybe two or three times per day, my stomach feels empty, but of course it all depends on what I ate last and what type of meal I ate last. Years ago, in the name of being proactive, I used to eat before feeling hunger pangs. Now with maturity and being more conscientious about my overall health, I've learned to eat smaller portions and leave room for a small snack later. Have you ever felt really hungry for the Word of God and your hunger pains are insatiable? Do we approach the Word of God as our daily bread or do we just snack every now and again? The Word should be equally important to us as the food we eat to nourish our physical bodies. Are we ready, are you and I ready to develop a ravenous appetite for the Word of God and do what it takes to embark on this journey? So I would venture to say that many of us already have some sort of daily discipline and spend time in, uh, in some way uh, in, in the form of devotion. And by devotion, I mean that we're committed. We've made a commitment or a dedication to do some sort of activity that fosters spending time with Jesus sitting at his feet, and that's metaphorically, and being in his presence without distraction and interruption. Our devotion should be deliberate and intentional. It could be in prayer, reading the Bible, studying the Bible, or through songs and or hymns of praise and worship. 
Some may choose mornings, afternoons, or evenings, and I believe that we as individuals have to determine what works best for us and our schedules, but the activity must occur and we must make it a priority in our life. So let's take a look at some scriptures and see what they say about the Word of God. And I want to make mention here that sometimes the Word of God is often referred to as His doctrine, testimonies, precepts, statutes, statutes, excuse me, and law. So the first scripture I want to take a look at is in the book of John. That's the Gospel of John, and it's chapter 1, and we're going to look at verses 1 and 14. First, in John, first, uh, the first chapter, verse 1 and 14, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And then verse 14 says, The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. So what is it saying? Well, it's saying that Jesus is often referred to as the Word of God. We know that he had no beginning and no end because he is God in the flesh who came and dwelt among his people. And so the Word of God is very, very important and alive and should be what we desire to to get involved with and engaged with on a daily basis. Let's take a look at 2 Timothy chapter 3. We're going to look at verses 16 through 17. And all these versions, except for the ones that I'll identify, are the New International Version, the NIV. And this passage lays a foundation for those of us who are believers. Uh, we know that the Bible is the final authority in our life. And oftentimes we can end up engaging in a conversation with people who say, well, you know, the Bible was written by man and it was translated from this language to this language. How do you know there's no mistakes in it? Second Timothy, Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 through 17 say, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Verse 17 says, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So scripture is God-breathed, and it's useful for you and I. It's useful for our teaching, our rebuking, our correcting, and training in righteousness. So if we're not in the Word, how is it that those things that are very important in our walk can take place or happen? Not only is it good for those things, teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, but it also thoroughly equips us for every good work that God wants us to carry out. Let's take a look at Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8, and it says, Keep the book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. So how is it that we can espouse the word if we don't take it in? How is it that the book of the law or the word of God can be on our lips if we don't take it in and meditate on it day and night? And then we want to be careful that not only do we take it in, but we want to apply it so that we're living it out. And then when it talks about having and being prosperous and successful, it's not talking about being prosperous and successful with material goods and a lot of things in our life. It's talking about an abundant life in Christ. Then we have Psalm 119, verses 1 through 5. And this is the New King James Version. It says, Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him and the whole heart. They they also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. 
Verse 4 says, you have commanded us to keep your precepts diligently. And verse 5 says, oh, that my ways were directed to keep your statutes. I chose the New King James Version because I love the words that they use. Some of those words that I said are often interchangeable with the Word of God, his doctrine, testimonies, precepts, statutes, and law. And then in Romans 10:17 it says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So if we want to increase our faith, we have to take in the Word of God. And then we'll also increase our faith just by experiencing who God is. And then Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, and this is the NIV version again. It says, for the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joint and marrow. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. Wow. So that is is telling us that it, it you know it's it's going to cut deep if we take in the word it's going to penetrate it's going to divide and it's going to sort things out and it's going to judge the thoughts and the attitudes of our heart and then with that being said I want to take a look at Ezekiel chapter eleven verses nineteen through twenty and this is the New King James version again and verse nineteen says. Then I will give them one heart, and I will put a new spirit within them and take the stony heart out of their flesh and give them a heart of flesh. Verse 20 says that they may walk in my statutes and keep my judgments and do them, and they shall be my people, and I will be their God. Wow. So we've got... Hebrews talking about the Word of God being alive and active, so it's not dead. I mean, it's 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 alive and it's and it's active and it's gonna it's gonna cause change to come about in us if we partake of our daily bread. And it's sharp and it's gonna penetrate. And it talks about judging the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. And then we read in Ezekiel that God replaces the stony heart and takes it out of our flesh and gives us a heart of flesh, we want our hearts to be palatable, we want our hearts to be receptive, we want our hearts to receive what it is that God wants us to know so that we can walk it out in our journey, not just every now and then, but daily, and that's going to take discipline and it's going to have to be intentional on our part. So those passages that we read, we read... John 1 and 1, and then verse 14, we read 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17. We read Joshua 1 and 8. We read Psalm 119, verses 1 through 5. We read Romans 10, 17, Hebrews 4 and 12, Ezekiel 11, and verses 19 through 20. And I would say, what those passages... And those are, I just named a few. There are so many more that we could get into, but it's difficult to do a full-fledged study in 15 minutes. But what those passages are saying and telling me, and I hopefully you're getting the same message, is that we're not just to read the Bible as if it's text on paper or words on an electronic device, but rather we should spend Time and invest in something that shapes our thoughts and attitudes about who God is, 
look at his word that tells us his promises, take it in, and his word gives us warnings and provides direction for navigating through life's journey. His word tells us of a proper response to him who is the creator in the heavens of the earth and it explains how we are to carry out our life's calling in order to be prosperous and successful. And remember, that's not prosperous in terms of material goods. It, it really isn't. So, And the word of God is sharp. It's not blunt or dull, and it's made to cut deep. It should perform that painful but beneficial and necessary spiritual heart surgery that guts out the very core of our sinful nature. Reading and taking in the Word of God, along with the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, we can say goodbye and good riddance to that old nature with all the junk in the trunk of our minds that produces that worldly stinking thinking, self-indulgent actions, and every message and thought that exalts itself above God. Reading the Word of God allows our minds to be transformed and renewed. When you think about the renewing of your mind, reading the Bible periodically or occasionally or every now and again will slow down the process and probably cause much grief, heartache, and discouragement during your walk. Why is it we should develop a ravenous appetite for the Word of God? And that is so that we can be equipped to carry out every good work and to glorify him. So in conclusion, do we want to continue to live in bondage or do we want to live an abundant life in Jesus Christ? Do we want to engage in worldly hit-or-miss self-help remedies or do we want to embrace a tried and true, clear and sure way to bring about guaranteed results Mm -hmm. from reading the Word of God? If you want to feast on our daily bread, you and I, we have to regularly produce that discipline. We have to. And because of the, the discipline, it will produce a changed life, a life of faith, courage, conviction, service, freedom, blessings, and honor. In John 6.33 it says, And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. And with that, I want to say, God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. And we'll talk again in two weeks. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.